What up, everyone, and welcome to the Broken Bat Podcast. My name is J-Rob, and I am joined here with Casey and Peter, and we are excited to have you guys. If you're just listening, we appreciate it, but this is the first time that we're actually recording as well, so we can do some more things with the podcast and try to expand our audience, so we're excited about that. Um, But speaking about social media, Peter, let them know where they can find us. Absolutely. So we are currently on Instagram and Twitter at the Broken Bat Pod with no spaces. We also have an email, thebrokenbatpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to reach out to us, we'd love to hear any feedback, anything you guys have for us. We do also post a poll below the episode if you see us on Spotify. You can vote. You know, usually it's about a discussion we're having on the podcast, see how you guys are feeling as well. Um, make sure to give us a follow on whatever platform you do listen to us on. It will help us out a lot. Casey, let them know what we're talking about today. Well, to lead things off, we're going to talk about the recap of the weekend. We're going to talk about some some great series we had, some two ones. Um, then we're going to look at the weeks ahead. We're going to Frank do that. Um, no comment quite yet. No, no. Yeah, not I was going to say he. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say about that. So we'll get through the lineup and then yeah, we can we can start with that. Number. I thought you know, didn't know if it was random or not. Uh, well, yeah, look at the upcoming series, and then we're going to talk about the... The Pirates. J-Rob's favorite team, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. So, yeah. Can I say something about that real quick? I am honestly... It, it was my idea to talk about the Pirates, clearly, because I put that in or whatever. And when I was putting this all in, putting it together, I was like, I'm actually really excited and actually... This is probably the happiest I've ever been for another team that, or for a team that wasn't the Cardinals, to be doing good. Like the Pirates haven't been good in so long, it's just exciting to see, and I'm stoked for them, honestly, and hope they continue to do well outside of when they play the Cardinals, even though they are in the same division. But I'm, I'm stoked for that, honestly. But Casey, do you want? Is there anywhere in particular? I feel like there might be one place you want to go to start off the weekend recap. I feel like I, I want to kick it off to you first, see what you have there. Oh, there is one place I want to start. There's the only right place to start, and that's in Seattle. In the Braves. Where? <laughs> yeah, seriously. The Seattle Mariners, America's team, took two of three against J-Robs, St. Louis Cardinals. Actually, former team. He's on a Pirates fan. Uh, we all heard that. Um Loved it. Loved every second of it. Maybe not today. And Luis Castillo gave me a little bit of a, a little bit of a shock. Yeah. But the boys draw back. The boys, the boys knew how much this meant to me, mm-hmm. personally. Heard the rant last uh, last episode. Yeah, they heard it, and they were like, "Yo, this guy is a diehard fan of us. We gotta do better." This other guy named J. Rob. His team just rolls into our our uh, electric factory this weekend. Let's just let's just kick some ass, you know. Let's get it done. They got they got two or three done proud of them you know i think obviously disappointment we were both wrong you said at, or the mariners would sweep i said cardinals would take two one so we each a game off they cardinals we right Do we want to give the, peter peter you were you were right actually peter was yeah. on the money you should have put a you should put a, a bet down on that one because i, you, I <laughs> wish cause some bets didn't go the, my way this weekend yeah but it's I don't know. Our my biggest thing is which is still the same thing all season for the Cardinals is their starting pitching, it, and honestly their pitching in general. Because game two Saturday versus Castillo, the Cardinals were up three one going into the sixth inning. Castillo was out at that point of the game. Cardinals put three runs, which isn't a ton, but facing Castillo, who's pitched really well this year, putting up three runs is a good. I feel like a decent, at least, if not good, spot to be in. And then we had Miles Michaelis, who pitched um, pr- probably the best he has all year up to this point because he hasn't had the strongest start to the season. And then our bullpen. Or I can't remember if it was Miles who gave it up or what, but we gave up a two-run homer to tie it in the six. And then the seventh, we had second and third, one or two outs, can't remember. And then a single to left field to score two more runs, and we lost five to three. And then Tommy Edmond hit a solo shot in the top of the ninth to make it 5-4 final for that. But that game was close. Cardinals should have won that game. Game one was not – I mean, it was kind of close. wasn't a blowout by any means. But 
I don't know. Cardinals had plenty of opportunities. They just did not, same as they have all season, did not do what they needed to, like perform in certain situations until today. So it was a struggle, but it was all right. Steve, well, never mind. I won't go there. We won't go there. Anyways, Peter, what, <laughs> do you have anything to say about that, or do you want to go to another series or anything? Uh, yeah, that series, I mean, like I predicted, kind of, it's, it's about how I expected it to go. I will say the Cardinals, the most they gave up in the game was five. So it's not like they were getting shelled, but they just, yeah. you know, weren't holding them to two to three, which is, you know, ideally where you'd like your pitching staff to keep it. So yeah. not getting shelled, but not putting up, like, dominant starts either. Um, one series that stood out to me on kind of a negative aspect for the the main team, at least, uh, was the Nationals Twins series this weekend. Yep. The Twins lost a series to the Nationals, who – are kind of a joke right now, honestly. Yeah. At home. And not only did they lose it, but they got absolutely destroyed in the middle game. They did bounce back, end up winning it today. So, you know, kind of a little bit of redemption. At least they didn't let themselves get swept by the Nationals. But that's still just like that series. I was like, what is happening? I was <laughs> yeah. about, you know, the, the Twins split with the Yankees. You know, they've been looking pretty good. We've shown them love a couple times. Thank you for the quack. Don't know what that was about, <laughs> honestly. But yeah, the the Nationals coming in and beating the Twins kind of embarrassed them in that middle game. That series, I was just like, that one was a shocker to me for sure. So that that stood out to me. Yeah, and I think also something else about that series. Game one was three to two. Nationals won, but like the fact that the Twins. Well, first off, it's home series for the Twins. They only put up two runs. Like if you were, I don't know. Obviously, you're going to have some games where you put up a lot, some games you don't put up very much. That's a close game that they probably could have won at some point. And then they won on Sunday, like you said, 1-3, to three, which is, again, they didn't even necessarily put up a ton of runs. Their pitching just obviously did really well and gave up only one run. So I was looking at that as well just because the Nationals, after winning both of those games, literally only have a total of seven wins. On, like they're 7-14. and 14. Uh, after Sunday, and so, and two of their wins came in this series versus a team that should have beat them two out of three, if not swept them. Easily, yeah, especially at home. Like, yeah. It's just so shocking to me. Yeah, there, I mean, I think there's that. There's also, I don't think a shock necessarily, but something I did want to point out is kind of something we talked about last week in one of our episodes was the Dodgers and Cubs series, just because we talked we talked about the NL Central and we talked about how the Cubs were looking really good. Go Cubs, go! Go Cubs, go! So, they're, I don't know. I don't, does, do you guys feel like this, I mean, obviously there's still a lot of baseball left to play, but to this point in the season, do you feel like that series, especially being a four-game series, answered some questions on where the Cubs are, where the Dodgers are, or not really? Mm, I don't start making those kind of judgments or those kind of like, all right, these are contenders, these are not until like... Well, I'm not saying, I don't think like contenders, but like the Cubs before this series take away three losses and a win, I mean, they were 11-6. and six which is a really good start for them. So I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, they're a contender, not a contender because they lost three or four of the Dodgers at home. But I just mean, like, did the Cubs just maybe play? Because that's another thing we went over, like who they played and everything. Were they just winning more because they were playing below 500 teams and they're kind of somewhere in the middle of the pack? Or, like, this was just a bad series for them. Not necessarily are they playoff contenders, but, like, now that the Cubs actually went up against – a good team does this show more who they well, are well i mean they've they've already played the dodgers in la this year so i think it's just like a i think a bad series honestly i mean because i think i mean they're doing better than people had them maybe like predicted this far i mean because you were telling me at the beginning of the season that the cubs are 12 and 9 i don't know how much i believe you but i think it's a bad series i mean it's the same thing with the cardinals or the cardinals they're nine and thirteen. Yeah. Like I, I still think they'll get on track. I think it's just that you have, it's still April. So like, yeah. Why? I think it's hard to judge teams because even like the Braves a few years ago when they were like below five hundred at the All Star break and go on that crazy run to win the World Series. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah. Well, I think my I think thing is well. 
I think my thing as well, going just a comment on your Braves thing, and then Peter, I want to hear what you have to say, is just like when the Braves started to win kind of around the All-Star break or after the All-Star break, at first, of course, because of what their first half of the season showed, they'd have been like, oh, they just had a good series. So they had a good two series, good week or two. And after probably like around two weeks, three weeks, like obviously people are going to start recognizing, wow, the Braves are hot right now. Like they're getting hot. But that first little bit, like – sure they're having a small win streak or something people aren't going to notice it as much as a big thing because of the small sample size so until you get the bigger sample size it's going to be harder to see but i don't know i think it would be more believable to say like if you were to say before the season cubs are going to start 12 and 9 i would believe that more than the cardinals are going to start 9 and 13 like i think the cardinals have had a worse start than the cardinals have had a better start after this series just because of like where those two teams are Peter, what do you think? Expectations, yeah. Um, I mean, like Casey mentioned, it is kind of one series. You can always have a bad series. Um, not necessarily a huge tell for what's going to happen, but I do think it kind of is like, okay, maybe the Dodgers are finally starting to get right, turn into a, you know, again, this might be a down year for the Dodgers, but it's still going to be a better season than a lot of people have because a yeah. down year for the Dodgers in the last decade is, you know, nothing to be ashamed of yeah you know you're still making the playoffs every year which one of us in our fan base of this podcast you know knows how important it is and how rare it is to make the playoffs <laughs> the other two of us just take it for granted I'm not going to name names but yeah i do kind of think it might be because i like we talked about before i could see this cubs being sellers of the deadline as they like kind of start to fade a little bit sell off some veteran pieces and try to build more for the future so I a little bit, but it also is like, that's kind of what I expect. So I don't know whether that's just like my confirmation bias where I'm like, well, that's what I expect to happen. So that's what I'm taking from it. Yeah. Or if it's like, but cause yeah, it is just one series, but it kind of went, I'm pretty sure I also predicted that series. Didn't I? <laughs> I, go uh, on that. I can't remember for sure. Sounds so familiar. Real I, quick, but I, I'm pretty yeah. sure I also, I, man. Put it in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can pull it up. So, do you, yeah. we, yeah. And that's why I wanted to write these down, honestly, so we could see, not not even for us, but I don't know, just to show as well, like track and let people know how we're doing, that we know some things. But there's what I think another way or putting it in a different way, because this is kind of where I was going and maybe it wasn't super clear, but like, yeah, maybe this series showed, and Peter, you kind of said it, is like, how good the Dodgers really are. Not that the Cubs are bad, but just, yeah, that the Dodgers are kind of like starting to figure things out. And I mean, they're playing through a lot of different injuries and things like that and just different pieces than what they've had. So it, this also could be more just the Dodgers starting to figure it out less than like the Cubs are not good or like blowing the series. But well, I mean, series numbers, I've, if you haven't picked up on it, the Dodgers won three out of four games, but it was really lopsided for the, like the whole series. Dodgers won six, two game one Cubs won zero to 13 game two Dodgers nine, four game three Dodgers seven, three game four. So honestly, not very many close games, really no close games. Like seven, three is the closest game. Um, so I don't know, just very lopsided and the Cubs, blank the Dodgers when they put up no less than six runs in the three other games and then score 13 and I don't know so they scored more in one game than they did in the three other games combined so I mean it's baseball that can happen but just crazy um, I also think another series we talked about Padres D-backs um, like going into the series Padres won that series 3-1 those games for the most part all those games are actually really close, except the one game the Dodgers won, or LO Dodgers, the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks won 0-9, and then all the other games were two-run games. 7-5 Padres, 5-3 Padres, 7-5 Padres. So, Casey, what do you – did you watch any of those games, or do you look at box scores on any of the Padres D-backs, or what do you think about that series? Um, I mean, I'm not shocked. I mean, Tatis coming back, I think, definitely – helps and like you only get better with that i mean he had i think what was it two home runs this weekend he hit one for sure i thought he had two i don't even remember the one but maybe it one today i wasn't paying that much attention to their game today um so yeah like 
I don't know. It didn't stick out to me as much. I mean, it's more of expected, I think, getting a player like Tatis coming back into your lineup, especially how hot he was in AAA. Like, I, I kind of saw this coming. I mean, realistically, I wanted the Diamondbacks to sweep or not, or take 3-1 versus the Padres. Just kind of like to see the, I like to see teams that aren't, or haven't done well recently do well. But I, mean, I like the Padres yeah, too. So talking about the Pirates, it's cool to see. Yeah. Tati, he so, hit one home run. He did? Okay. Yeah, I don't know what game it was, but it had, I mean. It was Saturday's game. Yeah, it had to be a solo shot because he only has one RBI, had one walk. LOL. I'm sure he, well, I don't know for sure if he started all four games, but he struck out four times. I guess that's not his back, so I forgot it was a four-game series. But, I mean, that's kind of Tati's. Yeah, he definitely didn't look as good in the majors as he did yeah, in, in triple A. And, and, I mean, I think that's what we – we talked about again previous podcasts like how would he look coming out and we knew it was going to be harder competition so probably not quite as good not batting 510 or 505 or what he whatever he was in triple a but like yeah it's just a different level and then like it's still really good talent at that level but it's just there's a reason they're in triple a reason the pros are in the pros so i don't know it's still pros but yeah yeah, 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 like the highest level. But I'm just curious to see how quick he kind of picks it up or if he does or just what his numbers will look like at the end of the year. Because, sh- I mean, he missed, what, 20 games? So for the most part, he sh- his numbers should look relatively similar to almost any other year's stats just because he's going to play roughly the same amount of games if he doesn't get hurt pending injury, of course. But I don't know. I'm not surprised – like you said, Casey, with this series, I it's almost kind of like same thing, or I guess my same question with this series is kind of the same as the Dodgers-Cubs. Like, was this the Padres just showing they're the better team, like they have been, or or the D-backs, like, maybe, again, kind of same thing as Cubs, not living up to what they've done so far this year. Obviously still better than projected. I mean, on the year, where'd they go? I mean, they're still 12-11. and 11. I think most people would probably be surprised with that. Like but they're still leading the division. Yeah. We're only yeah twenty three games in right now, so a long stretch to go. But still, yeah. You would have never like you would have predicted. Oh, maybe they win day one and they lead the division for the first game, but not even twenty games into the season. No one would have predicted that. So. Yeah. Oh. Well. Yeah, I do think I do think also. It's interesting because both of those teams were the road teams, the Dodgers and the Padres, yeah. and both of them won three out of four, which you at worst for a home series, four games, you're hoping for a split. Like yeah. That's always the worst you're hoping for is a split. So to lose 3-1 is like... That's rough. Yeah, not, not ideal. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I don't know, pulling up. Pete, looks like you pulled up the, the stats for what our predictions were or whatever. Yeah. And do, can I, do you want to give me no. a shout out or give myself a shout out again? I mean, I'll so, do I'll do whatever. I'll shout you out if you want me to. Again, I nailed that series perfectly, calling that the Padres would win three out of one. We so, so we as far the three series we've talked about, I am three for three. And I, I'm two for Pretty three. Because I got the Dodgers and the Padres as well. So yeah. Casey, try I'm that's old. maybe a little hometown <laughs> bias, which is understandable. Yeah, yeah. Casey, Casey went four zero Cubs. <laughs> Casey went 4-0 Cubs winning that series. Like, she's Louise, bro. So I mean, only missed it by, four, by three games. Yeah. yeah. And then he had the D-backs winning 3-1, so he's wrong <laughs> there. Um, and then Mariners, yeah, he's 0-3 on that. So and we, and we haven't even got – we predicted two other series, haven't gotten to those, don't want to leak into those. But – I don't know. I think another big series I want to talk about. Um, where was I going? Oh, the Astros at Braves. Like, that's just ridiculous. I mean, those games were kind of close. Um, six four, six three, five two. Yeah, they're they're competitive games. But just still surprising. Yeah, the facts that the the Astros pulled out all three wins in Atlanta. In like, Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, three and oh. So I think that's huge. Um and honestly surprising for me 
we, Casey had three O Braves predicting, so he uh was he got the three O part right, just wrong team. Wrong team. Yeah. And then closest he's been though. So yeah, closest he's been. <laughs> I guess he was tied for three one in the Padres D back series too. So he's just he's getting the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Working what? on the team. We'll yeah, seriously. So if we do that again, we'll just remind you switch teams. So like <laughs> yeah. switch what your teams we'll, are. We'll ask if we do it again. We'll ask. Hey Casey, are you sure? And then that's your chance to save yourself. Yeah. yeah. I roll with my teams. All right. Hey, that hey, that's fair. That's true. You do love predicting sweeps too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you you are full. You, there's not you a lot of middle ground for you. Yeah. yeah exactly. There's not a lot of middle. You're yeah, no. extremes, one side or the other. Yeah. But. We almost traded Teoscar Hernandez, who you know won you a game this weekend. So seriously, good yeah, thing seriously. you're not the GM yet. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have won that game. Here. You wouldn't have won that I game. I don't care. I don't care. I want him gone. But Pete, you predicted two one Braves that series. I had two one Astros. I'm, I'm very surprised. So yeah, I mean, Especially. yeah, being home, the Braves were actually they were rolling going into that series as well. Like they're playing well. So yeah. I don't know what happened. I, I there. Do, I think right now I will say, I think Houston needed that series more. Yeah, hundred percent. Than the Braves because I mean the Rangers are looking great right now. They are. Rangers are fourteen and seven, looking really strong. With, so with that sweep, they're still two and a half games back. The Astros yeah, to the Rangers. Like, I think they needed it. Whereas the NL East, I mean, it's a great division. Don't get me wrong, but I also think because there are so many good teams in the division, they're kind of going to keep each other close. Whereas the AL West, there's some bottom feeders. Yeah. I guess one right now and potentially another one, depending how the season yeah. turns out. Watch yourself. Or if Casey no, hey, I, I was uh, talking about the Angels. Yeah, seriously. Not the That's no. the other. No, I know where you're going with that. Don't play dumb with me. No. You're a Yankees fan. I can't even deal with you. He's literally yeah. talking about the I Angels. Yeah. The only team I care about in the AL West that worries me is. Astros, so why would I care? Yeah, I don't care about what your <laughs> yeah. team does. I'm not worried about it. But, yeah, so they have the Oakland A's, so I think they'll all beat up on. Obviously, they don't get as many games as previous years. But, so I think, you know, those two is more important for the series than the NL East, just because, like I mentioned, I think they've got a bunch of strong teams, so they'll kind of keep each other closer in the standings. Whereas Houston or Texas, if one of them gets on a big run, I think that'll go a long way towards them winning the division, so... Still shocking that they went and swept them at home. But. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's just it blows my mind that that was there. But yeah, I 100% agree. Houston definitely needed that more because they. I mean, because the Rangers have won their last two, as well. I mean, Astros have won four straight now after that sweep. Um, won the last game of the previous series. And then. The Rangers have, uh, oh, they're on a two-game win streak, so they only picked up one game in that series even. So that's even, like, super important for Houston to win that series for sure win, but even sweep because they honestly still didn't even pick up that much ground on the Rangers with that series sweep. So I'm curious to see, I don't know, there's just a lot of different stories in the MLB right now. Not necessarily even stories, but just different teams and what they're doing and like exceeding expectations or performing way below expectations and just kind of see where they end up. Um, I'm trying to see Orioles swept 3-0 over the Tigers. Not necessarily super surprising. Those games, games, honestly. Yeah. Respect, yeah, it was 1-2, 1-5, 1-2. So they swept, but two of those games were one-run games. Like, but in the Rays, the Rays, man, I don't know what we need to do. A f- friend of the pod, Casey. You, the oh, yeah, I was gonna say crazy. usually that's like your <laughs> <laughs> breaking news or shout out to a friend of the cast. But the White Sox, bro, friend of the cast, Tim Anderson. Like, I don't know what is going on with his team, but they're all competitive games for the most part. 7-8, 3-4, 4-1, but still the Rays pulling off that. And then Pete mentioned earlier, we were talking before the cast, that the Rays, what was it, set the record for most 
games without a loss. Oh, it's Dodgers. Yeah, totally. yeah they, in 2009, the Dodgers started 13-0 at home. Okay. And the Rays tied that today. They're 13-0 undefeated at home. Okay. So shout out the juice box. They're killing it right now. It's pretty insane. Yeah, they are currently 19 and three, which is an absolutely insane record. Yeah. They have a four and a half game lead in the division in 22 games. Like that is. Yeah, that's crazy. big. They're six games up on the Yankees in Toronto, who aren't playing bad. Like they, yeah, they haven't started the season bad. I believe both those teams both are. For the, yeah, four games above 500. Both yeah, those teams, I think 13 both and nine. Tied for the fourth most wins in baseball. Yeah. And they're six games back in the division. Like, the Rays have just started out unbelievable. Like, like I've talked about a couple different times. I always expect the Rays to be good. They always have good pitching. But, like, this is insane right now. Because how many wins are they on pace for? The Rays, 19-3? and three? Oh, I don't so even know. Like every, every 20 games, they're getting, like... Well, if you do their win percentage... I, I don't know how you uh We shout out the uh the juice box bombers in this podcast, right, Peter? <laughs> You're trying to make They're on happen. pace for hundred and forty wins. Yeah. Which obviously they'll probably cool down. <laughs> Casey, but... if the the Tampa Bay Rays we're gonna go back on this. If the Tampa Bay Rays win hundred and forty games this year, which would set a record by what? Almost thirty games, not quite, but almost. Will you get your ass tattooed of Tampa Bay Rays? Put it back on the table. Yeah, put it back put on the table. On 140 the table. wins. 140 wins. Breaking record by 25 plus. Let's go to 130. That's still like a 50. 50 100%. 100%? 100%, yes. It is yeah, on the record. I'm all in. I'm all in. For what if number? They, if, what number? I'll even tell you what. I'll even tell you what. Tell me. They get to 120. Guess what? what? 120 what tell me i'm excited 120 actually no i lied i'm scared i can't do that. <laughs> okay what, okay you don't have to do 120 what about 130 130 no i'm going uh what was your original 144 no my original was 140 yeah, how about so what the... do do this 139 because it was 139 point like something and so i just rounded yeah. up 139 yeah. though you'll agree with yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So he he chicken out. He I'm he, rooting for Tampa Bay at this I, point, which seriously. is a weird feeling. But I mean, <laughs> they, who doesn't uh, want to see that? Seriously, and there will be there will be pictures released of that if it does happen. Obviously, That's because the location of where it's going. All yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you'll, you'll have pants on, but maybe see through or something. I don't know. So we'll okay. figure that out. Yeah, we got a we got a long way away. Yeah. But it's been – I had to get that I mean, in if there. They still, if they stay undefeated at home, you know. That's 81, 81 right, there. right there. Seriously. Hey, if, if the Rockies get 60 wins, Jerry owes me a Chris Bryant jersey. He's headed off air. <laughs> Never said it. 60 <laughs> wins? Are you kidding me? What are they on pace for right now? How about if Chris Bryant hits 10 home runs? <laughs> now playing in Coors Field? Uh, yeah, that'd be like yeah, 15. Hey, Seriously, he's been one every hey, what forty four games. You talked about. I'll do. I'll do whatever. I'll do. I'll even go as far as if the if Chris Bryant hits under t- or uh, what was it? you said no more than ten. Ten home runs, he said. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, they the Rockies are on pace for what was it? I think forty two wins this year. That's what they're right. forty two wins. That's their win percentage, right? I'm I mean, I'm not taking that. I expect them to turn that around at least a little bit. Shoot. Summertime, Chris Bryant. You you hear it here, guys. If the Rockies finish under sixty wins or no, over sixty wins, J Rob owes me a Chris Bryant jersey. You heard it here first. We'll see what happens. But I don't know. There's a lot of I don't know. A lot of different things. That's what I mean. I guess not necessarily the Rockies, but like the Rays. That's a crazy story that like I'm going to continue to follow this year. Like how many wins do they end up with? I don't think people are necessarily talking about that right now because how many games for sure are they in right now? They're 22 games in. So obviously they still have 140 games left. That's a lot of baseball left to play. So I don't think people are necessarily talking about their 
like how many wins they're going to end with. But I don't think anybody's bring up the wins record or anything yet. Yeah. I know the start is insane, but yeah. 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 yeah just two. Because up even another twenty games, and we're yeah. a fourth of the way in the season, and then it kind of gets a little interesting. Yeah. And then yeah, but I think Baltimore is another one. Baltimore's seven games over 500, 21 games into the the year, fourteen and seven. People expected Baltimore to be like more competitive this year, but yeah, they I would say stronger than even expected right now. So yeah. yeah, they're a game and a half up in the wild card currently. Yeah, so that's anybody else. So I don't know. That's just another. Like I'm curious again to see if that continues or if. Like, they regress. Minnesota, I think, is doing kind of their things. I think maybe start off a little bit better than expected, but pretty much White Sox. Do we bring back Tony La Russa? Like, I mean, at this point, I'm almost questioning it because them starting 7-15 and 15 is pretty bad. So, I don't know. That was obviously a joke, but I, I don't know. Good question. Yeah. yeah there's a lot, like you were mentioning, though. There's like, I mean, the AL Central kind of looks like a joke right now. Yeah. But every other division, there's like, you know, at least three teams that are like interesting in the mix. And there's, yeah, there's most teams are like pretty interesting so far to start the year because there's so many that I wasn't expected, like the Cubs, the Pirates that we've mentioned, the D backs. There's, you know, like three or four more teams that you just expected to not really have to care about or pay attention to. You know, you expect yeah. them to be like the Royals, the Athletics, the Nationals. Where she's like, okay, they're awful. Like, if my team's playing them, I'll watch them. But other than that, not really interested. But because, the, you know, the Pirates, the Cubs, the D-backs are competitive and interesting, it's like, oh, there's so much to follow right now. And it's just, like, exciting to see all the different teams that are putting up performances and not just already giving up on the season. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be... I don't know. I mean, I agree. I think that's what I'm super excited for to see what plays out. I think obviously some of these will last longer than others, but still, um, but I don't know. I'm trying to look to see what is the, like in any recent year, like last 50, 60 years, what is the worst start or worst season ever? Do you guys know? Happened in 2003. Oh, uh, two thousand three. Oh, I'm gonna s- tigers. Tigers. Yeah. What was their record? Do you know? Awful. I can't remember, but I know they were so so bad. Forty three wins. Forty three and nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Forty three and nineteen. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of other. Uh, that's twelfth on the list. The Oakland Athletics. Are on on there for this year as well as Kansas City Royals according to this I guess it's maybe like oh this is worst winning percentage yeah so Oakland's number three on there Kansas City Royals is number six on there Colorado Rockies is on there at number fifteen at six and sixteen but yeah at number twelve two thousand three so I guess that would be number ten for complete seasons forty three and one nineteen that's literally so bad so I don't know I'm curious to see like. I guess you know what's interesting about that? Go. Yeah. Because they were so awful, and then what was it? 2006. 05? Yeah, 06. They yeah. Kind of went, and the Astros, you know, in like, what was it, 13, 14, 15, somewhere around that range, were yeah. just a joke franchise losing like yeah. 100-plus games every single year, so kind of like... Yeah, it can it can turn around quick, honestly. Cause yeah, it was it was in twenty sixteen or hello twenty or two thousand six. Wow, that the Cardinals won the World Series, but they played Detroit, and in that series, cause that's they had. Oh, I'm trying to remember. I remember J- Justin Verlander was on there, but their pitching staff was they phenomenal. For prayer, now that I think about it as well. Yeah, it like a lot they had they so many good pitchers. So it was. Yeah. Like, but they joked, like, the news and everything was like, oh, yeah, Detroit's going to beat the Cardinals in three games or whatever. Was Scherzer on there at that point? Was Scherzer up at that point or no? Um, I can't remember. Maybe. I can't remember for sure, though. But I together, but I don't. They, yeah, but they said they're going to beat us in three games, and then we won the series 4-1. So, But they said they're going to beat us so bad it would only take three games. But <laughs> that's how much of an underdog we were. But we ended up. No, Scherzer. That. Scherzer was on that team. He he started with the Diamondbacks and he got traded to Detroit. And he, I think he came in like 2000. 
Um, Casey, uh, will you look that up? See just who are the starting pitchers for the 2006 World Series Tigers. Um, but there's also, I guess, where I was going with all this, because so like the schedule so even now, I almost feel like, and with the start that we've had, and granted, again, we're always going back to this first part of the season, barely a tenth into the season, not even two tenths in, but. I feel like maybe not record breaking, but I feel like those bad teams can almost be worse. Like for for example, if you take um who's a bad team? Like the Kansas City Royals, like they're super bad, but and they had to play the Minnesota Twins a lot, they had to play Cleveland a lot, they'd play the White Sox a lot, which in years past have been at least decent, but they haven't been phenomenal, so maybe the Royals can keep up a little bit more with the teams they've played the most, but they didn't have to play really the Braves at all except every third year, the Mets at all except every third year, the Cardinals or Milwaukee except every third year, like all those National League teams that are powerhouses that they didn't have to play as much, they're losing games that they potentially would have won at least a little more with average teams to like playing more powerhouses. So do we see teams like with higher losses than we have in recent years or I don't know. It would be interesting to see. There might not be as much like middle of the road teams. Yeah. It might be like one extreme or the other where it's like, oh, you get a bunch of wins or you get you're just absolute dog shit. Destroyed, yeah. Yeah, where it's like it'll be interesting to see it, you know, if we get like halfway into the year, the end of the year, it's like whether it is just kind of like, oh, we don't have the crap to kind of get our wins in, so yeah. we... Because, yeah, I mean, Oakland's another one. I mean, I think... I mean, the Astros are really good, but the Angels haven't been as good the whole year, or the Rangers haven't been good all year, or the Mariners haven't been good for, like, a full year, minus maybe the last year or two for some of those teams, so, like, Oakland not as much, but... I mean, they're for sure obviously still a bad team. I don't know. I'm just curious to see what happens there. Like, if maybe, I don't know. Maybe Kansas City Royals are setting a new record for most losses in a season with 42. Or maybe it's the Rockies. Who knows? Casey, you got those pitchers for us yet? I sure do. Uh, So, you want for the Cardinals too or just for the Tigers? Uh, you can. It doesn't really matter. I know Chris Carpenter was on there. Maybe Mark Mulder for the Cardinals. But you go at, or uh, Tigers first. For 2006, right? Or 2004? Yeah. No, 2006. 2004 was versus Boston. We got swept. Don't want to go there. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark Mulder and Chris Carpenter aren't on here. Not Chris. Uh, maybe not. Maybe they weren't. Maybe I, so Mark Anthony Reyes. So game one is Anthony Reyes for the Cardinals and Verlander for the Tigers. And then game two was Kenny Rogers for the Tigers and Jeff Weaver. Jeff Weaver. For the He's good. I miss Cardinals. Weaver. Oh, no, you're right. Chris Carpenter did go. He Chris Carpenter for the Cardinals in game three. And then Nate Robertson for the Tigers. Uh, game four was Wainwright versus Joel... Zamaya, and then game five was Weaver versus Verlander. That's yeah. kind of crazy. I mean, it's kind of crazy you hear Wainwright and Verlander, and they're still pitching today. I know most of the names I haven't even thought of in over <laughs> Probably a decade, decade yeah. they've been out of the league so long now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Wainwright's still going along, not quite as dominant. Verlander literally won the Cy Young. Like, yeah, he. I think I Verlander might have been. Was he a rookie that year? What was Katie's his rookie what? year? Was Verlander a rookie that year? I'm pretty sure either 05 or 06. I think. Yeah. So he was. I'm pretty sure it was 06. And Adam Wainwright, I think, came in in 04. So I mean, granted, even two years ago, Adam Wainwright wasn't. Adam Wainwright's never been to the same level as Justin Verlander, but I don't know. Adam Wainwright. So, Great yeah. career, not yeah. quite the yeah. Hall of Fame dominant career of Verlander, but great, yeah. great career for sure. So I don't know. We'll. I can't remember. Oh, most losses in in a season. So yeah, it's crazy to see how all that will work out. Then what will happen there? But is there any other series we kind of sidetracked from that, but that you guys wanted to hit on? I think we covered a good amount. 
I think the only one, we don't necessarily have to go in details, LOL. Of course, Pete wants to skip over this. But our other predict predictions was Blue Jays at Yankees. Casey predicted 2-1 Blue Jays. Pete predicted 2-1 Yankees. I predicted 2-1 Yankees. And would you look at that? Casey's first correct prediction. 1-4 overall prediction. Good job, Casey. 1-5. One, one he went 1-5. Predicted five. on the 5 series. Or one and four. Oh, LOL. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> Casey's late with it. There we go. She's yeah, Louise. Um, there you go. Midwest education systems, baby. Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, honestly, neither team like really <laughs> impressed me in this. Like, I, the Blue Jays won. Yeah. And, well, every game was 2 yeah, 1. Like, so competitive games, but not like. High yeah, scoring games neither, at all. Yeah, neither team like looked great. Neither team looked bad. So it just kind of like, like we talked about before. I was excited going into the series, but then yeah. kind of neither team really. You just left one team the whole time. Yeah, it's kind of like okay, that was a series. Like, yeah. It wasn't nothing particular or new newsworthy for me. I mean, besides my boy Volpe's looking better and better every game, but good. I want I want him to still be looking good for you. I want you to have that. So how's Jordan Walker by the way? I haven't paid attention. I was just like I know he's on like a twelve game hitting streak. I don't know. He what it went it went to twelve, ended at twelve. Um and he's doing decent. I think he has like twenty or twenty one hits all off different pitchers, so like he's doing decent. I mean he's still doing well. I think he's batting like high two seventies, two eighties, somewhere around there. Um but it's also, I don't know, still doing good. But our outfield is just super crowded now, especially with Lars Newbar back because Newbar was hurt, so you had him out. Now we have Tyler O'Neill, Newbar, Dylan Carlson, and Jordan Walker Jordan Walker in the outfield, and those are honestly all good options. So he being the like a rookie and everything, it's kind of oddball out. So And Dylan Carlson think- for some reason, but... That's, I think, been the absolute best thing for Volpe is that he is literally getting to play every day. Yeah. Like I just that, especially when you're young, just helps so much. So. Yeah. Get in there, and even when you're making mistakes, you can figure things out. Yeah. Because you don't you're have to worry about benched or put down or, yeah. oh, they're going to put me back in the bat. So. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can always go work in the cage, but like they always say, like it's not, it's not the same as the game, or you don't know if yeah. it's going to actually translate onto the field until – you're in the field playing. So, I don't know. One, Casey, hit me with the... Bah, 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 bah. All right. Former friend and now current friend of the pod again needs a shout-out. You guys are not going to see this coming. He made his... Paul DeYoung. Do you guys even remember that name? Do you know who that is? <laughs> oh... Yeah. Boy, do I. So, Paul DeYoung, let's be honest. Paul, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. He has sucked the last, like, three years. He has not played I well. I thought about him. Yeah. So well, he made, I think it was 20, yeah, 2019, he made the All-Star. He was, like, an All-Star in 2019, pitched well. But ever since COVID year, he's faced a lot of injuries and has not played well. And so he's just struggled. But he... Today was his first game back. He was in spring, wasn't playing super well, but then got hurt. Like, he hurt his back, so he's out, made his debut, season debut. Today went, I think, three for four with two singles and a a solo shot. So it's like, he was actually looking really good. And I was like, all right, Paul DeYoung, I'm going to be honest, I've wanted you traded the last two off seasons, but right now I'm happy that you're still here. But, again, that just honestly creates another problem of – because right, we've had Tommy Edmond playing short and then Brendan Donovan usually at second or Nolan Gorman, who's literally going off right now. He had a three-run homer in today's game. Shout out uh, the Mariners pitching bullpen. But, yeah, they're, uh, but like Nolan Gorman, Brendan Donovan, Tommy Edmond, and then now adding in Paul DeYoung, like that's four – players to rotate between two positions and then even but and if you want to throw dh but then you also have that extra outfielder so cardinals i don't know good problem to have but 
also the problem is they're still not winning as many games as they would like. So we'll see. But just had to throw out, um, throw the shout out to my boy Paul D. Young, Pauly D. But we'll, we'll see. I don't know. Do you guys have any shout outs before we do anything else or any comments on that? Uh, shout out my boy Eugenio Suarez uh, doing what he did. All right. Uh, Pete, what about you? Red. <laughs> Yeah, I think just Volpe. Like I said, nobody. I mean, my guy DJ. I love DJ. I would play him over Donaldson all year, even when Donaldson gets healthy. Had a walk off for our only win, but yeah, nothing particularly noteworthy for me this weekend. I would like to shout out to Oscar Hernandez just because <laughs> he <laughs> yeah, so, so did pretty much win the Mariners a game this this yeah, last season. So. Won the yeah, won the Mariners a series honestly because those yeah. guys. But yeah, and he's just gotten a lot of negative press, so I just want to invite him to be a friend of the pod as well. So shout out to Oscar. Yes, to Oscar, uh, you were no, you were always invited whenever you went to the pod. Not. Two votes to three. Oh, Casey's overruled. Even though, even though. All right, let's hear it. Come on, get it out, Casey. All right, so even though the the M's fan over here, supposedly the Mariners fan, where you, which you play for, T. Oscar, even though he's a fan of your team, he still doesn't like you. But we like you, so you come to the pod whenever you want, and you'll be good. But you literally just shit all over Paul DeYoung. No, I, I just actual winning makes me in playoffs multiple times since you have that experience. You both have just a lot of a lot of known about players on your that, team. Like, Pete just bitched about not friends of the cast Donaldson. though. Not friends of the cast. He's not a friend of the cast. Mm, he is to us. We did, both of us. You guys can... Yeah, exactly. All right, we're moving on. We will. We will. So, one, or I guess, I don't know, up, I'll go through upcoming series real quick, or just some that stand out to me, and then see what you guys think or whatever. There's three series that are four-game series that start on Monday, Marlins, Braves, Athletic Angels, Cardinals, Giants, and then a handful of three-game series, and then there's just four series that start on Tuesday that are three-game series. Dodgers, Pirates, Mariners, Phillies, Nationals, Mets, Padres, Cubs. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's necessarily any big matchups. I guess the biggest one, or one of the biggest for me, is Astros at Rays, because that's going to be a big thing, because it's in... What's it, Casey? The Thunderdome, or what? What do you call that thing? Oh, the juice box. The juice box. Yeah. There we go. Thunderdome is pretty much the same thing. Or whatever. That's the Mariners. What's <laughs> yeah. the Mariners again? Electric, Electric Factory. Electric Factory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's tough to keep track. We're, yeah, we're seriously. Uh, that series only because, like, there's that one. Three series for me. Astros at Rays. I think the big thing there being in Tampa. The Rays have that record for 13 straight home wins. Do they break the record or like move like longest since whenever um, is a big thing. And just literally just swept Atlanta in Atlanta. Yeah. Like if they come and dominate the Rays, who the Rays and Braves have been the two best teams to start the year. If they come and like dominate even before Altuve's back, it's like, okay. Yeah. They're unfortunately still around. (laughs) We're going to. The Astros. We're gonna hope unfortunate for them that they're not back, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. But also Dodgers Pirates for me. Really Dodgers just came off a good series win versus the Cubs. And then the Pirates really only because the Pirates have started so hot. Kind of same thing as I was talking about with the Cubs earlier. Is it more the Pirates doing really good or is it more like they just played not as good teams? I don't know. We'll see. Interesting there. And then Padres Cubs. Do Cubs bounce back? Or, I don't know. We'll see. Those, those are mine. I don't know what you guys think. Out of those ones, um, a series that I think shout out. You, I think you're a little delayed with those, but you're good. <laughs> Keep going. Good, good gracious. Uh, athletics, Angels, mandatory. Shohei mentioned. Um, mandatory. The Angels. Should have swept their series this weekend versus the Royals, who aren't a good team. No. Um, was that – I can't remember. Was that in Kansas City or was that in Anaheim? It was in Anaheim, yeah. I believe. Yes, it was. But should, absolutely should have swept the series. Their bullpen blew it, gave yeah. up five in the top of the ninth. Yeah. 
to to cost them the series sweep, and now they're playing another bad team in a four game series. So like, I think if they don't at least take three or four from this series, or preferably sweep, to like you know start building up some wins versus bad competition. Because like we talked about, they have to play more of the good competition this year. Like you don't get to play that athletics the twenty times. Like you have to take advantage of that when you do get the chance. So I think that's kind of going to be. If they don't, especially at home, win at least three, if not sweep the series, I think it's like, well, we're starting to see, you know, how they really are. Yeah. 30 games into the season, you're not putting anything together, and then it kind of gets more into, okay, are we trading Shohei? What are we doing with Mike Trout? Like, so I, I think that'll be a, I'm interested in that one. Yeah. Maybe because Shohei, but also it's like you, they have to at least win three out of one. Three out of four for me, and then Marlins Braves. I'm also interested in NL East. You know they're looking good. Marlins have started out pretty strong. Braves just got swept, so we'll see how they bounce back. But I think those two series, besides the Astros race that you mentioned, I'm interested in those ones. Yeah, I think. Um, who was it? Another side note with the Angels is they just lost their rookie catcher to like pretty much season-ending injury. I can't remember what it was. Oh, Happy, Oh, Happy. Um, yeah, whatever it is. I was just trying to. He's out now, so I don't even remember his name. Sorry for the disrespect, sir. But yeah, no disrespect intended. Just the kind of what happened. But we'll learn it and make you a friend of the pod. Don't worry. Yeah, seriously, we will get there. Kind of have to earn it, but you know what? Because we butchered your name, we'll. We'll go there, but so I am just trying to see if I can find it. I can't find it, but it will be, or I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see. Not that he was necessarily huge, like um, like he was a big piece of that team, but I think he was showing a lot of like promise and was just good. I don't know. And they but, don't have a ton of depth either. Like, yeah. You know, it's not like they have bench players coming off that you expect to produce. Like, they need to stay healthy. That's what, you know, once they started to get injured last year, that's when they went from leading the division to once again missing the playoffs. So, it's <laughs> not ideal if you're an Angels fan. Yeah. It said, so I just looked it up real quick. He left the game on Friday after he hit a single. Um, and it ended up being he tore, where is it, uh, or diagnosed with a labrum tear in his left shoulder. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but he's expected to miss four to six months. So I would assume, don't know for sure, but I assume that requires surgery if you're going to miss that amount of time. But that's just sad. So, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, the Casey, what series are you looking forward to this weekend or the, the start of this week? Uh, well, there's only one right answer to this, and it's the uh, Mariners at Phillies. America's <laughs> team storming into the bank. Um, we're going to take two of three versus the Phillies. Not a sweep. Uh, what? No. Yeah, no, not a sweep. Um. The other one I'm super excited for, if you haven't noticed, um, is the Chicago Cubs series versus the San Diego Padres. Um, you know. And what's your prediction for that one? I'm going one one win for the Cubs. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> One win, one sound effect. Yep, they're uh, they're gonna be saying "Go Cubs, go!" One night. You you said what? Mariners are taking two of one. That's two or three. Two of three. I meant two out of. I know math. Two to one. Matt, yeah, yep, math. Yeah, math. Hard. I know. I I'm just recording this because. I don't want there to be any excuses or when the fans start saying, Hey, why is Casey's predictions always so awful? Like I wanna have a I wanna have a reason. But I don't know. I think 
I think it's going to be a good week. I don't think there's necessarily a yeah. ton of. Yeah, there's not a ton of like. I think this weekend there was a bunch of more exciting matchups. Like I don't yeah. think. I haven't looked at the weekend matchups, so maybe there's more marquee matchups coming up. I don't think there's a ton. I mean, obviously, I picked one that has the athletics in it who are an absolute garbage team. <laughs> they come to Las Vegas and shout out the Las Vegas athletics, but, you know, like there's not a bunch of marquee matchups like right now. So. Yeah, I don't know. I think we'll, we'll see. It'll be interesting just to see as well with more of like if the teams that are supposed to take care of business if they take care of business Casey is ridiculous just super quick <laughs> shout out for people who are only listening and can't see because once again this is the first time that we've ever done video for our, our recordings but Casey just continues instead of participating in the podcast to look up different Cardinals Cubs like memes and all like all for the Cubs, smack talking the Cardinals. So, any, do you guys have anything else? Uh, we need to go to the next segment, of course. Okay. Which is Casey introduce it. Peter's performing player, where Pete picks out a, a performance this week that needs to be shouted out on the pod. Who's Pete's player this week? Okay. I'm gonna go with uh. Well, last week I think it was Anthony Volpe. I'm going uh. I'm going near Anthony Volpe this week. Yeah, I don't even know, honestly. I mean, I think it should be Adolis Garcia for that performance, that three homer night, but who knows? I don't know. Pete, yeah, you, you just give it to us. I'm not going to guess it. I've got you, absolutely. So, it is Drew Smiley of the Chicago Cubs. Oh. Sorry. Go for it. Shout out Casey being a Cubs. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I love the terminology. And I just, you know, perfect games are incredible. I mean, we've had a lot more no hitters recently, but do either of you know what the last perfect game was in Major League Baseball? Just curious. Ooh. I couldn't tell you for sure, but it's definitely been a Felix while. Felix Hernandez. Yep, correct. Felix Hernandez in 2012. So, it's been over a decade since we've had a perfect game. And I just like, I like seeing that. <laughs> he also got tackled to end his perfect <laughs> yeah, game, which was pretty funny. So, that was also Some, a good clip. To who, watch. who were they playing? Was that verse? The Dodgers. The Dodgers? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, so, that was their 0 13 win. Too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he was throwing a perfect game versus a good lineup. Like it wasn't, yeah, you know, a garbage squad. Like sorry, a professional sanctioned MLB team. But so you know, he's facing a good squad. Seven perfect innings before his catcher tackled him. So yeah, it was either yeah. either the catcher or the catcher's close friend had money on the Dodgers for that game. <laughs> yeah, so between innings, like hey, I need you to go ahead and. I need yeah, you to break this up. Yeah. Yeah. So I just liked that. And I like that he was like actually going for it. Like, you know, Kershaw, if you guys remember last year, had a perfect game through it was either six or seven. They ended up taking him out. I don't remember the exact details. But yeah. So I like that he was going for the perfect game. Like, I just, I mean, I wish we could have seen it completed because yeah. that's awesome. It's very cool to see those kind of things in baseball. It's been over a decade. So shout out Drew Smiley. Yeah, I almost I wish. I, last name right. I don't know, but it's just, no. I'm pretty sure it's Smiley, but okay. I. Well, again, don't trust me though. We already know the history with me, but <laughs> there, I, I wish it was a more routine play. I don't know. I get where I'm going with this is I almost wish they would have given him, or they would have yeah. made it in air. Yeah, so that he yeah. even though he lost the perfect game, he still could have had a no hitter and been going for that. Like, he should have just thrown the ball, honestly. Yeah. They could have called it. Like, I don't know. I don't think you can call a tackle an error. But, like, if he throws yeah. the ball and just overthrows, then I think they would have done that. But yeah. Can we keep the brand consistent? Um, I think that's all we have, though, guys. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to add before we log out. Uh, I have two things to say. Okay. Let's hear them. 
Uh, the first one is. Uh, and then the second one is Go Ems. Okay. I'd I like to. You, Peter, you go. Up, yeah. Uh, let's go, Yanks. Okay. Chase for 28. Boom. Beautiful. I think there's honestly only one thing I want to say. Well, two things I want to say. One thing, I am a Cardinals fan, diehard Cardinals fan. I will always be. So if there's people out there questioning my loyalty to the Cardinals, you can knock it off right now because I am a loyal fan of St. Louis Cardinals. Second thing, most important thing of all of this, Casey's not really an M's fan because he literally just gave more time to the Cubs than he did the M's. He, he got a whole song for the Cubs, and then he just said go M's for the M's. So we know he's really a Cubs fan. But that's all we have time for, and we will see you guys another time. We appreciate you guys listening. Make sure to uh, hit that follow button if you like what you hear. And we'll see you guys in the next episode of Broken Bat Podcast.